You have heard a lot about Joe Biden in your social media feeds and his interaction with a guy who works at a plant in Detroit. This was some of it. Your voice, you said that you're taking the gun. Oh, he just clarified it. Wait, 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 wait. Take the AR, your AR-14s. Okay, this is not okay. Hold on, hold on. Now, it, it's not an AR-14, it's an AR-15. It was a conversation about the Second Amendment. Where this plant worker is saying, you're trying to take away my rights. And Biden's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm only talking about the AR-14s. Y- you got to get it right. If it is part of your philosophy to tell people they don't have the right to keep and bear arms and you're going to take away firearms from law-abiding citizens, you should at least have the name right. And I have people on Twitter are like, oh man, he just made a mistake. Lots of people do that. Biden always makes mistakes. He's got a signature plan to get rid of firearms. He doesn't know the names of them. So it's not about any specific firearm. It's just about the idea of firearms in general. Okay, we, we get you. Now it got a little more intense with this guy. You are actively trying to diminish our Second Amendment right and take away our gun. You're full of All right, thank now, you. Now, no, no, shush. Shush. This guy says you are actively trying to take away our Second Amendment rights. Biden responds by saying you're full of S. And at one moment tells the guy to stop being an ass and invites him outside. What is with the inviting outside? You're a 77-year-old frail man with bad dentures and a, and a very, very brisk wind could make you fall to the ground and break your hip. You're inviting people outside? Why would anybody think that that's a, a show of toughness? Yet I have the Democratic apparatchik. I have got... Uh, uh, Anna Navarro of CNN, I've got the actress uh, Alyssa Milano, and not just them, I have a whole host of people saying how good this is for Joe Biden, how great he looks in this exchange, that it shows that he is tough. I think it's imperative to break this down. Because within this, you start to understand what the Midwest voter is all about. Now, I often get invited to, onto TV to discuss these things. Midwest perspective, Rust Belt uh, perspective. And there is an extent to which there is no difference, right? The, the person who thinks that Bernie Sanders is correct uh, in um, the Midwest is the same as the person who thinks Bernie Sanders is correct in San Francisco. The person who is, uh, you know, the Trump idolater in the Midwest is the person who's the Trump idolater in Florida, right? Those things on some policy levels and personality levels, I don't think change, right? That's different. But there is something rather unique to the Midwest sensibility. And it is on full display in this story, in this exchange, an exchange that the political left is cheering Joe Biden on because it shows how strong he is and he's got to have that kind of strength against Donald Trump. But this wasn't Donald Trump. No, this was a guy who works for a living. This is a guy who shows up every day to the factory. This is a guy who every day takes his hands and applies it to the work, does what can be referred to as the toil. 
and creates a product that not only pays him a wage, but allows the company that pays him a wage to be able to sell it for profit, and that profit continues his employment. These people who don't understand what wages are, of course I pay a wage to get something more back. Of course I do. But people go into these contracts voluntarily and they are feel that they are getting a good result for their labor. And then that labor produces something that put together with other labor is able to be sold for more dollars that ensures the chain keeps on going. The wheel keeps on spinning. The business keeps on growing. And these people have jobs. Everyone involved in that process does so voluntarily. And I would argue happily better than being told here's where you work and here's what you get and you have no say no innovation comes from that no dynamism comes from that no joy comes from that let's go back to what happened between this worker and joe biden your voice you said that you're taking the gun well, he just clarified it wait 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 wait, wait, wait. take the ar your ar-14s okay this is not okay hold on hold on so let's dig in The person who toils, who works for a living, who shows up day in and day out at that factory, a man who has been told because he's in the Midwest, he is somehow not educated enough. He is somehow less valued. He is somehow part of some type of situation, some part of the economy, some part of humanity that has not evolved because he doesn't work in in the university. He doesn't sit in the faculty lounge. No, he shows up and works with his hands. And my goodness, who needs that anymore? Who would want to do such a thing? He is there. The dirt under his fingernails. And he is advocating for his rights. The right to protect and defend himself, which is not a right given by man, though it is codified in the Constitution of the United States. It is a right of nature and nature's law. It is his very existence that says to him he is allowed to defend that existence. And it is his, his nature, it is his upbringing, it is his culture that lets him know his job is to protect the ones that he loves. And he wants to be able to have the tools to do just that. My father is 82 years old. My mother is 72 years old. My father considers it his duty to protect my mother. Should I listen to the Joe Bidens and the Beto O'Rourke's and the Shannon Wattses and the Mayor Bloomberg's of the world? And tell my father, sorry, you shouldn't have a gun. To leave him defenseless. His body does not work like it used to. He doesn't have the hips anymore. He doesn't have the knees anymore. He walks with that kind of stuttered gait. You know what works well? His trigger finger. Son of a gun. That thing just keeps moving. I should take away his opportunity to protect his wife of 50 years. This is the question, the man who toils, who works and builds something and creates something for a living, asks the elitist who has never toiled. I didn't say there haven't been hard times for Joe Biden, but he has never toiled. He has never worked in the factory or in the soil. He has never worked the dirt, never under his fingernails for his day's pay, but rather for some adventure that he could then wash off and go back to the luxury of Amtrak. The man who works wants his rights, and the man who has never toiled is telling him you shouldn't have them. And he... 
The man who toils doesn't yell, doesn't scream, doesn't attack, doesn't throw a punch. He says respectfully. You are actively trying to diminish our Second Amendment rights. You are actively trying to diminish our Second Amendment rights. He speaks respectfully. He speaks succinctly. He speaks with clarity. And how does the former vice president, current leader of the Democratic nomination, respond? Who is the cultured person? This story is the story of the Midwest. If you want to know the real difference, the one that I can explain to people if I'm on Fox News or if I'm at a convention or talking to people all across the country, it is this story. Nothing I have been ever able to say or no story I've been able to convey comes across better, cleaner, with more power and more strength than this story. Joe Biden is part of the woke. Joe Biden is running for president. Joe Biden is an elite. But you have seen Joe Biden when somebody is wagging their finger in his face, he grabs the finger. He has no impulse control. And yet he is the person who wags his finger at other people. He did so to the man who actually does the toil. And what did that man say? Your voice, you said that you're taking the gun. Well, you're he just clarified it. Wait, 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 wait. Take your thing. AR, your AR-14s. Okay, this is not okay. Hold on, hold on. When Joe Biden says to him, we're only talking about the AR-14s, which, sidebar, does not exist. The man who does the work, who shows up every day, who wants his rights as given to him by nature and nature's law, sees Joe Biden wagging his finger in the man's face and the man simply says, this is not okay. He doesn't grab the finger. He doesn't punch Joe Biden in the face. He does not act out in anger. He simply says with his hand up, pointing or showing, framing Joe Biden's finger wagging, that is not okay. To which Joe Biden says, don't be an ass and invites him outside. Now, of those two men, I will vote for the unknown man at the factory every day of the week and twice on Sunday. I don't need to know a single thing about him past this. He advocated for his rights. He did so politely, and he didn't think it was his job to knock out a 77-year-old. I'm going to invite you outside. No, you're not, Joe Biden. How much security do you have? Security with guns. Who are you really inviting outside, tough guy? We laugh at you. But this guy who does the toil, who does the work, who shows up every single day while you and your colleagues sitting in the faculty lounges of America mock him and denigrate him and denigrate the hard work that puts the dirt under the fingernails. And you discourage manufacturing in the United States claiming some green agenda because after all, you're woke. You are the one who's violent. You are the one who is trying to engage in violence. You're the one wagging your finger. You are the one cursing. There is no better story I have found that could make you understand the character of the man or the woman in the Midwest than this.
the man at that plant is a better man than Joe Biden will ever be. Now, it doesn't stop the politics from happening. Kate Bedingfield is the deputy campaign manager for Joe Biden. And when she was asked about this altercation on Fox News by Brett Baer, here's how she responded. Listen, there is a lot of misinformation, unfortunately, uh, in campaigns these days. We see it from every every corner. And I think what Biden was saying there is, I'm not going to allow somebody to, st- to distort my record. I'm going to be crystal clear about uh, where I stand. I think that that's what voters are looking for. I think that's what Democrats want. You know, I think this is, I think it is, unfortunately, Donald Trump has shown us that he is going to uh, try to run a bruising campaign. She spins to Donald Trump. We have the video and we have the audio. It is Joe Biden who cursed. It is Joe Biden who threatened. It is Joe Biden who did the finger wag. And it's Joe Biden who is trying to take away the rights of that man who works, the man who toils, the rights given to him by the Constitution of the United States and by nature and nature's law. How does Donald Trump even figure into this? Well, that's spin, baby. That's politics in 2020. Kate Bedingfield has no answer, except we all know the answer. Joe Biden is not the decent guy, is not the moral guy, and does not have the decent nor moral position. That is to the man who toils. That man from the Midwest did a pretty good job of representing all of us. I'm Tony Katz.